everybody around us this summer, I say everybody, but we, our eyes were open to it in the last year that there's a lot of folks in their 30s that are our age that were seeing their marriages fall apart, and it scared us. After 11 years, Brett's marriage had grown stale. He wanted something better for he and his wife. That's when they found our podcast online and began listening almost every day. Focus on the families helped our marriage from the standpoint of opening our hearts to see things from the other's perspective and to make sure that God is centered in our marriage. I'm Jim Daly. Thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Brett's marriage is getting better. Working together, we can give families hope. Will you join our marriage building team? Call 800-THE-LETTER-A-AND-THE-WORD-FAMILY or donate at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash hope and your gift will be doubled. I've got a sister who had a a pretty ugly divorce, and her sons really needed a father figure uh, in their lives. My dad, their grandfather, filled that role beautifully, and uh, it's an ongoing process. He's still very connected to those young men, and I can see the difference he's made. I'm John Fuller, along with my focus colleague, Dr. Danny Huerta, who heads up our parenting department here. Uh, We're going to come back now to a conversation that Jim Daly and I had with Carrie Casey, He is enthusiastic and so well-spoken about being a father and a grandfather. Uh, Carrie is the CEO of Championship Fathering and offers some great advice for what to do when you become a grandparent. Well, you know, in that relationship, uh, Carrie, there can be some tension, too, with your son, your grown son and his wife. And I'm sure in Championship Grandfathering, you're touching on this, which is how to maintain a healthy relationship with your kids, your grown kids who are raising your grandkids. But I mean, everyone right now listening is going to click these off. I've got tension there. They don't like the way I discipline them when they're with me. They've asked me not to do that with the grandkids. They don't want me to buy them sugar. I mean, here's a classic, right? I can forget that. Right. You know, they come home and they're going, grandpa bought us donuts, mom. And what does mom do? (laughs) Calls grandpa. Grandpa, don't buy them donuts, especially 25. Right. Right. (laughs) Don't give them 25 of them. Yeah. But how do you navigate that relationship with your kids Mm -hmm. and, and breathe deep and navigate all of that? Mm -hmm. Well, like anything, relationships, and I'm learning to listen to my children also, to honor them. But then, too, when you enter into that relationship with trust, and any relationship that we have, we have to have trust with your boss, with folks that work for you. Trust takes it to a whole nother level. And so when you're able to be open and honest Hmm. with your children, and they can be open and honest with you. And then you can share your desires, your wishes, and this type of thing. But it should not be too far off by you raising your children because they know you. Because there are things that Marcellus does and my children do. That's your son. With, yeah, my son. That they're doing now. They say, Dad, you remember you used to take us to a hotel in the wintertime and we were playing the indoor pool. Right. And so the other day, he said, after we leave you all here uh, at your home, we're going to go to a hotel. And the kids, my grandkids, were so excited. And he's looking at me, blinking his eye like, 
like the father and like son. Yeah. yeah, the, con- yeah. the uh, tradition continues. You touched on this. I, I want to get into this uh, for a minute, mm-hmm. the idea of fatherlessness and, by definition, grandfatherlessness in the culture. Um, what is the impact? You, you're coming from the African-American experience, although now... Mm-hmm. You know what? It's 40% of kids almost, you got 27 it. million children, black, white, Latino. Right. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter at this point. Higher incidence in the African-American community, but we're mm-hmm. all going in the same direction. Right. And that is fatherless homes. Right. And uh, speak from your heart about that because mm-hmm. you mentor so many young people. Um, your football background, Fellowship right. of Christian Athletes, mm-hmm. the National Center for Fathering, and Fathers.com. I, I'd like to know how you got that. Oh, uh, yeah. We got that address. serious domain. That's a good one. But ha- how do we cope in this culture that seems to be cracking? Well, bottom line, when you talk about the family, what you all have done for years, as I stated earlier, that's the crisis, the family. We can balance the budget from the White House to the outhouse. But if we don't have strong families, and as you stated, Jim, from your background, didn't know your, uh, uh, your grandfather, your natural grandfather and all that, but every child needs a father, grandfather, or father figure. Right. Need to have someone that's going to play checkers with you, <laughs> that's going to encourage you. The kids right next door to me, I believe I've shared this before here, family with three boys, dad, Hasn't been there since Brett was two. But I'm their father figure. But now they see grandkids running into our home also. So I am modeling this. Mm -hmm. They are going to watch you. People will know that you're a Christian by your love. And so I have to love my grandchildren. I have to encourage and love others that are in my sphere of influence. Mm -hmm. So true. And that's the thing. We have to realize, as Dr. Martin Luther King shared years ago, what affects one directly affects all others indirectly around them. If we really want to make an investment in America and say, what is it that I can do? Love God, love your family, your natural children, but then your grandchildren, the folks, our listeners today that are just saying, hey, give me some handles. But I get up every morning. The greatest thing I can do is to visit with God and to pray. Give me wisdom. Mm -hmm. Give me the peace that I need. And he says, I'll supply your needs also. Mm -hmm. And here I am, been in nonprofits all my life. Our needs are met. Our grandchildren think we're the richest people in the world. (laughs) You know what I love is uh, sending the boys like a, a scripture verse on their phone. And they're at school. I do it at school when it dings. The first time I did it, Troy said to me, Dad, man, that's buzzing in my class. And I said, well, look at it when you get out of class. But I want them to know I'm thinking about grandparenting. That door is wide open. Totally. For a grandchild to know that Grandpa knows who I am, Mm. cares enough to send me a note. Mm. And it's just a great thing. Jim, let me say this real quick. What you just said just pricked my heart to no end. And the reason why, do you know how many children would love to hear their phone buzz from their father? Yeah. I'm proud that you do that. Mm. There are children that would love to hear that buzz and they have affirmation. I look at John and the children that he has and yourself. 
They would love to have that affirmation. And one thing we do as well in our family for years is I choose a Psalm of the Week every uh, Sunday night, and I text it to Melanie, then she texts it to all the children. And the grandchildren will be able to receive that one day as well. Well, that's a good thing for everyone to do. Just think of that little thing you could do that takes very little time. Uh, Danny, earlier I mentioned how my dad played a role in his grandson's lives. Um, they they had a void. They didn't have a dad. They, they'd actually been uh, mistreated by this guy. And so they needed somebody that would be kind of uh, a steady, an anchor, and show them what it means to be a good, uh, godly man. My dad did that, and those are fine young men now. It shows the difference you can make when there's a gap. Um, you've seen this time and again with the people yeah. you work with. Speak to a void like that and where you've seen someone step in and make a difference. Yeah, I've, uh, I've seen it over and over again, play out in very good ways and not so good ways, mm-hmm. right? But I'll, I'll share one story. This is a time when a dad came with his stepson to my practice, and he said, I love my son, and I want to invest in his life, and he's struggling. He's having a real hard time with Hmm. what has happened in his life. He entered with grace, and he entered with love that was steadfast towards this young man. The young man was pushing him away. He He didn't want anything to do with that. He was angry. This was a teen boy that had faced a lot of different things. And the dad said, hey, no matter what, I will invest in you. I will love you. I am your dad, and I, I will. I know I'm a stepdad, but I am filling that role, mm-hmm. and I will do it the best that I can. And just those words were so life-giving to that relationship. It took time, many, many, many months of digging into the hurt and pain this young man had faced, but the ending was fantastic. Yeah. The dad and this stepson, we had a moment when, when the stepson got to fire me as his counselor, which was fantastic. <laughs> And, in a good and, way, for a good reason. For a good reason. And they, were, they had completed their time in the counseling office, and that last session was powerful, where the, the, the stepson said, I'm ready. Yeah. I, want, I wow. want to do life with you. And uh, I know I've been difficult. And all of a sudden, you saw a softness of heart, but it took so long. And it took the patience and steadfastness of this person, whether you're a mentor or a grandparent, anyone filling in that role, You've got to be patient. There's a lot that has taken place up to the point where you're coming in, and a lot of distrust, and it takes time to build trust. Yeah, yeah, and I'll just add on to that. I mean, that's really good. Personally, I had a situation where I was struggling with what to do about one of our kids, and, and he had kind of pushed me away. And I heard the Lord in a quiet moment as I was getting ready for bed one night say, you're the adult, you just step in and you keep initiating. Mm-hmm. He doesn't set the terms of the relationship, you do. And so if there's a child in your life who doesn't have a dad, step in, be relentless in your pursuit of them. They don't know. And as you said, Danny, there might be a lot of trauma and, and trust uh, that has been broken. It just takes a steady, nonstop, I'm here for you, no matter what, to build some trust over time. It can happen. It doesn't always, but it can happen. So uh, lean in. And if you're a mom and you don't have a father in the life of your son or daughter, uh, give us a call because our counseling team can walk through that. They can uh, kind of assess where you're at, maybe make a referral to an ongoing counseling relationship. Danny mentioned the importance of that and the restoration that can happen in those sessions. Uh, Our free phone consultation uh, is possible when you call our 800 number. It's 800 
the letter A in the word family, and we'll link over to it uh, in the show notes as well. Uh, We're making Carrie Casey's great book, Championship Grandfathering, available to you today for a monthly pledge or a one-time gift of any amount. Uh, Support the ministry of Focus on the Family. Help us make these podcasts and offer resources and provide counseling to those who need it. Uh, There are so many great ideas to be an, an engaging grandparent in this book, Championship Grandfathering. I know you'll like it. Give us a call. Uh, or hit the website and make a donation. We'll send the book to you. Last time, uh, Danny mentioned that we'll get to the five love languages and uh, understanding your child through that lens. That's actually next time with Dr. Gary Chapman. Uh, He'll be sharing how to help your kid feel more loved. For now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Just like a warm fireplace when it's cold outside, the joy of the Christmas season gives comfort and draws us closer to loved ones. I'm John Fuller, and Focus on the Family is excited to let you know about our Christmas Stories podcast. Each episode brings heartwarming conversations to bring your family closer together and remind you of the hope we have in Jesus. You can enjoy that podcast at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash Christmas Stories. That's FocusOnTheFamily.com slash Christmas Stories.